Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 124. Before I get started, I want to bring you up to date on some stuff I have going on. The first one that I'm, well, I'm excited about all the things. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. I am getting ready to launch a brand new membership called Strategic Leadership Lab. This is an exclusive membership just for middle managers. You can be a rookie middle manager, new to leading others, or you can be, um, you know, someone who's been doing it a little longer, four years, five years, um, even a little more than that. The reason I'm launching it is because I spent a lot of time of my career in middle management. And most of what I learned in developing people, getting the most out of my teams, all of the stuff that just worked day to day, I learned myself by reading books, by doing actual things with my team, creating opportunities for them to grow and excel within the confines of that team ecosystem. I can think of one place I worked where they actually offered formal leadership training. And I am guessing, based on the forums that I hang out in, based on what I'm reading on LinkedIn, is there really isn't anything for middle managers still. And my friends, you are the glue that are holding everything together. You're straddling that craziness between your team and upper level management. Strategic Leadership Lab is going to give you the practical things you can do that work day in and day out. Here are the things that I'm going to do in the membership. We're going to have monthly topics. I'm going to do book reviews because I love reading leadership books. I've been reading them for my entire career. I've never stopped. So I'm going to offer book reviews for you. We're going to have exclusive invitations to online events, and we're going to have Q&A sessions. You will be able to submit your leadership questions. You can... Do it anonymously even if you want to, but I will answer all the questions. I will record, catalog, make it super easy, and all of these elements will be presented in a simple, transformative, easy-to-implement way. This isn't a bunch of high-minded, professorial theories. These are the things that I know work because I've done them. I can't wait to have you inside. The link to apply to Strategic Leadership Lab 
is in the show notes. And you can also, of course, visit my website, elisashuck-careercoach.com. There's a link in the top navigation that says for managers only. You can definitely find what you're looking for there in terms of the application to become part of Strategic Leadership Lab. All right. The next thing I'm doing, I've got a busy fall. I'm so excited. The next thing I'm doing is I'm offering a career pivot boot camp. If you want to know more details about that, follow me on LinkedIn, sign up for my email list. The link for that, for both, are also in the show notes. Would love to have you be part of this boot camp. I'm going to teach offer workbooks, tools, strategies, everything you need to identify and clarify the strengths, skills, transferable skills, all the stuff you already have that will help you make your pivot as well as mindset things, things, you know, because you're procrastinating. I bet you, you are procrastinating your career pivot. So I want to help you with all the things that I know work because I've pivoted three or four times in my career, done it easily, successfully by identifying the things that are meaningful that have the crossover from where I was then to where I wanted to be. And that, my friends, is kind of a good segue actually into today's topic. It is as of this recording, mid-September, we're heading into fourth quarter of the year. And as you know, in business, Q4, you're not only trying to wrap things up and make up any deficits or expand on any momentum you have going, you're also planning the next year. I used to do this all the time with the businesses that I was involved in. If you've ever been part of a forecasting process, it's kind of crazy. It's the kind of crazy that I really love. It's about data coming in, historical trends, competitive intelligence, market analysis. It's all the things. It's all this input that you take a look at and then you decide if there's any clues in there about what you might do in your future. And if there's a lot of people in the room during a forecast session, it gets a, it gets a little nuts. And here's why. Because there's so many voices offering input. Now, some people may have a specialization. They may look at the business a different way. And of course, I love diversity and I love bringing in all of these different voices to contribute. And what everyone's really trying to figure out with all of that input is what's realistically possible. And I know this because I've actually lived on both sides of the forecast equation. For a while, I was in a sales role and I was always leaning towards optimism. That what we could do, what was possible, was always a little more than later 
when I was on the supply chain of things and had to actually be responsible for placing those production orders, I would get a little more conservative and a little more reserved with the forecast. When you're trying to figure out what you want with your career and where you want to go from here, when you are forecasting your future, I want you to be on the sales and marketing side. I want you on the side of optimism, chasing the impossible. Here's how you do that. Don't let a lot of voices in the mix. The only voice I want you allowing is the voice of possibility. Instead of questions and evaluating data and looking at the past, the only questions I want you asking in the process of moving towards what you want and forecasting your future are questions like, what would I need to believe about myself to make this happen, make the pivot, go for the promotion? The input is all about helping you feel better so that you will be motivated to make decisions and take action. Your past, a decrease year, if you want to put it in retail terms, does not determine what's possible for you in your future. And if you are continually allowing other people in the room to throw out input, or even if it's the internal dialogue going on in your own head, If you're not careful, you'll look at your career forecast the same way business is forecasted, based on the past, considering the competition, and fitting into the market. That has zero relevancy to what's possible for you. The difference is that as a human, you are capable of assigning meaning to anything. What if it doesn't mean anything about you? What if the failure was about them? What if the value that you were able to extract from a failure, from a downtime, from a layoff was exactly what you need to create the future that you're forecasting for yourself. I have an experience in my own life. Started to work for a company. It was a career pivot. To be fully transparent here, I'm, I'm a little bit of a climber. I like increasing responsibility. I like opportunities to do more and more and more and help people grow and help companies explore new things. And it wasn't very long after landing this role that I figured out, okay, I am probably not going to have those kinds of opportunities inside this organization. When you're interviewing, I love to give interview questions that'll help uncover that kind of thing. But sometimes 
What it looks like on the outside doesn't actually happen on the inside. And that was the case with this role. Now, let me tell you something. I look at my time there and I produce some of the best work of my life in that company. But those first few years, I was in a box. But I never stopped thinking. I never stopped believing I could do more, that I had more to offer, that if I was myself and I was just me being me, looking for my spots, focusing on my team and helping my team elevate, that would probably lead to something. And if it didn't lead to a promotion, it would certainly lead to a deeper sense of contribution and satisfaction within myself. Because I have control of that. You have control of that, of how satisfied you feel at work. But here's what happened. One day, I came back from lunch, and the interim CEO called a meeting. And this person told me that they were restructuring my boss and my boss's boss were both gone. Essentially, I was now reporting to the CEO. My friends, boldness works because you know what I said to the interim CEO? I told him I wanted that job, the job I thought I would never have and that would never be open to me was suddenly open to me everything I knew I was capable of that was just kind of stored in there, I leveraged into boldness and asked for what I wanted. Because I was so close to what I knew I was capable of, because I had forecasted my future many times before, and through that belief, and belief is just thoughts you keep on thinking that what you want is possible, I did not hesitate one second to ask for what I wanted. And I got the promotion. This is the power of visualizing a future, of forecasting a future, and picturing it in your mind of what that would look like. This isn't about how. This is about flow. This is about looking for opportunities. And when those doors open, going for it fearlessly. If it happened for me, it can happen for you. So forecast your future. Make it the brightest future you can possibly imagine for yourself. And then go about your work being you, the best you you can possibly be with your eyes open to what's possible and you will be amazed at how you actually might beat that forecast and land something you never thought possible. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you again soon.
If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.